I've got to talk about this <laughs> this hour. This is what Ford's Theater just uh, tweeted out over the weekend. You know, the place where Lincoln was killed. Do you ever feel as a nation we put Abraham Lincoln on a pedestal? <laughs> what do you think might be more useful? Uh, what? More useful. Well, first, maybe getting all of the artifacts of his assassination out of your hands. I mean, what? Uh, something that would be more useful. I don't know. Improved security. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing that would be good. That would be good. That would be good. Have a nice for old age. You know, I think the way to really remember Abraham Lincoln is let's talk about the show he was watching. Yeah. It was fabulous. <laughs> what, what, what? You are, you were there preserving the theater that he was killed in. It's an uncomfortable, crappy theater. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's make that very clear. It's made for people in the 1800s. Nobody wants to go see a show there. You're there to preserve it and the stuff because of his assassination. You're like, I don't know if this Lincoln guy's all cut up. I mean, oh. People, people, we have Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has something really intelligent to say. I wish I could say no, really. I mean it. I'm not, I'm not joking, folks. I'm not joking, folks. Actually, I'm being sarcastic. Wait until you hear the latest from Nancy Pelosi. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is not just to dance on her, but, I mean, I do enjoy that. But uh, the other reason is because this will affect you soon 60 seconds we'll tell you about it the Glenn Beck program uh, as we're nearing the end of September I don't know about you but I'm already you know drinking pumpkin lattes and you know wrapping up with that blanket because it's only a hundred here today when will it end has this seemed like the longest summer to anyone else but me no, it hasn't felt like that. Has it felt like that to you? This feels like this summer has never. It feels like, I mean, I feel like I, I was working at Fox when this summer just started. It just seems like it's the longest summer. It never ends here. Please help us in Texas. It's too hot. Anyway, um, one of the things you can do uh, to get in the mood for fall is to put some new blinds up. Now, I have a different reason for putting blinds up. I'm tired of the sun all the time cooking us like we're in a greenhouse. But I digress. It also helps improve the value of your house. It looks nice. It's great. And you don't cook to death. It also helps with those winter months where it's only about 85 here. Oh, I'm not. No, no, no. I could be a natural Texan. Because I hear all of the Texans say things just like that all the time. Again, sarcasm. Fall in love with your home all over again. Blinds.com. Shop and save up to 35% off site-wide. They're really great. Tanya and I have used them several times. Blinds.com. 35% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
So, Stu, um, may I just suggest that, uh, and I, I just think this is kind of important, uh, to wrap your head uh, clearly in, in duct tape. And, uh, oh, yeah, see, the air sirens have gone on. Yeah, the locals have heard that we are going to talk about Nancy Pelosi and actually play some audio. Um, and your head just might explode. So you were warned in advance. Here is Nancy Pelosi uh, on uh, our economy. In America, uh, capitalism uh, is our system. It mm-hmm. is our economic system. It is. But yes, it is. has not served our economy as well as it should. Stop just for a second. Still. Uh, that seems like a crazy blanket statement to me. <laughs> he says, I'd like to believe it was true. I'd like it to be true. Yeah, I'd like it to be true. I, it hasn't served uh, our country well and served all of our purposes. Uh, you know, you're right on that. It hasn't done everything, but it has created some pretty sweet spots all around the world, not just in America. Uh, it's been responsible for the greatest human achievement uh, mm. in our in our in our species history. I'm, that's something it's done <laughs> over the something. past, let's say, twenty years. Yeah, that's crazy. Ripped that's billions crazy. of people out of poverty mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it has basically mm-hmm. changed what we used to have into modern civilization. Yeah. So, but other than that, other than that, what other has it than, done? Other than cooking with fire and reading, if you could afford a book by candlelight, America kind of changed the world. You know, we did a few little things here and there. And now we don't have to cook our food over a fire unless unless you're part of the new immigration program from the Biden administration. You can cook anything under that bridge. Now, um, so she goes on. Here she, here she is on uh, the capitalism uh, system. What we want to do is not depart from that, uh-huh. but to improve it ah, okay. and to make sure that it serves. Uh, uh, okay. Adam Smith wrote two books. He Wait, wrote stop, Wealth stop, of stop, 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 stop. Can you go back just a little bit? Because I don't want you to miss this part. Uh, she said, we don't want to uh, change capital or we don't want to destroy capitalism. We just want to change it for the better. Have you heard any of the uh, ser- I mean, as a people, have we had that serious discussion? Have we? I mean, I've heard a lot of, you know, slogans, you know, hey, tax the rich, blah, blah, blah. But have we had the slogan of, hey, we're going to lift the engine up on this economic, uh, lift, lift the hood up on this economic engine, and we're just going to change some things? You know, tune it, okay. But we're going to change some things. I don't know. If it was my car, I'd say, wait, wait, hang on just a second. What, what, what exactly are you going to change? We're taking out these crazy spark plugs. We don't even know what they do. You know, sticking up there and having to change them and stuff. We got to get rid of them. Okay. Do you have another replacement for them? Because if you do, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. But I'd like to see what you want to change. We're going to get rid of this uh, gasoline in this engine okay what are you going to replace it with well batteries are dirty too now you know everybody was touting that battery but you know how much you know how much it takes to make a battery so we're not using batteries either what are you going to use stuff that's the way they talk to us stuff we're just gonna get rid of all the police and replace it with something else what more do you want I don't know. Maybe actual facts. 
But getting actual facts from them, um, it's never quite clear because they're morons. When it comes to the economy, you can say safely, and I'm going to give you the evidence, Nancy Pelosi is a complete and utter moron. Here's why. Listen. Uh, uh, Adam Smith wrote two books. He wrote Wealth of Nations, and then he wrote another book about principles and the rest, about how... (laughs) Stop, 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 Mm -hmm. stop for a second. He wrote Wealth of Nations, and then he wrote a book about principles and all that. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that was an eloquent way of of describing what he did. Um, uh, I should point out that actually he wrote that principles and stuff book before wealth of nations but only 17 years before glenn yeah Mm -hmm. um but it was just the foundation of wealth of nations so it probably shouldn't be dismissed as you know on principles and stuff because it's those principles and stuff that uh make the wealth of nations but she already knows that and we we, we Mm -hmm. point out the, the reason why she frames it that way at least in my view would be that she's trying to act as if he corrected himself. You know, he gave you this vision for capitalism, oh, and then he you said, "You know what? By the way, though, don't just do this. You have to have principles too." That that, that may now, have been the way she was told uh, by others. Right, I don't think she has a clue on who Adam Smith really was. I'm giving her too much. Uh, You're giving credit. Her way too much but credit. That's why the story works for her, right? If there was a guy who wrote a book about capitalism that we all praised, and then later on said, "By the way, I was mistaken. I didn't point out that you're supposed to be nice to each other and give away and have the government take all your money, right? Or whatever she believes is in the second book there. Right. <laughs> um, you know, then you'd understand, right? right sure. That perhaps uh, that makes sense. This is he set up. Hey, you have to be the theory moral. of moral sentiments. Yeah. happens long before he sets that that framework for what later becomes. What he we says, understand as capitalism. You, he says you cannot be an amoral people because the invisible market of the hand, which he describes later in Wealth of Nations, that invisible hand will reach up and choke you to death if that's what the market is asking for if it's asking for bad things it will produce bad things but it's not the invisible hand jamming those things down your throat it's you asking for them because you are the market so if you are moral it will ask it will it will demand moral things to be produced but if you don't have a society that has moral sentiments, it's going to be a really bad ride because it will be used against you and it will come and choke you to death. We've been saying that for a long time. We all know that it takes a moral people to have this much freedom. They've been saying, get out of here with all your morality. You don't know what you're saying. Really? So let's listen to the expert Nancy Pelosi on that uh, principles and stuff. In an economy, in a society, you had to meet the needs of people. He wasn't doing it really from compassion, but from practicality. Stop. Mm. That is absolutely not true. Not true. If you know anything about moral sentiments and the wealth of nations, it is the greatest charitable arm ever. Because if it is done with moral sentiments, people are thinking, how can I improve the life of others? How can I make their life better? 
It's only when you have an amoral or immoral society that they think, how can I make this iPhone addict children to it? That's not a moral idea. But a moral society would say, how can we use this to help free people? Help them not to be enslaved, especially to a giant corporation who is, through their algorithms, shaping, changing, and enslaving based on what we want because we want to sell you more stuff. It's not, he never wrote about this is you know what this is just make money that's not adam smith that's not adam smith that might be nancy pelosi it might be the people in in silicon valley it might be the people today at coca-cola but it's not adam smith gotta afford that jenny's ice cream somehow i know there's so much of it to be had in her freezer listen more uh, so you cannot have a system where we, uh, the, the success of some is, springs from the exploitation of the workers. That's and tough. And That's Karl Marx. That's Karl Marx. That's not Adam Smith. Moral sentiments is not about some, uh, uh, some uh, you know, buddy at the top exploiting their workers uh, what was the words that she was just using? It comes right from Adam. Uh, it comes right from Karl Marx. That's mm. not what this is about. This is about can companies, can people, can the market, can inventors, can business people have the moral sentiments to be able to help people and not make it just about money. She's now turning this into, see, these giant corporations are just exploiting the people at the bottom. So we have to take money from them. That's where she's going. So we have to take money from them to make it better. That just makes you part of the system that is completely corrupt. All you're then going to do is take bribes from people to say, oh, we're going to leave that company alone. But this company, get them. You're just getting money. That's all that is. You're just getting money. You're not giving it to the people. You're giving 40 cents on every dollar back to the people. Please. And her criticism of this system is so terrible. It's just awful. When, when you think about what has really occurred in the world, when Nancy Pelosi turned 90, and that was, uh, I think, in 1970. Uh, 56. 56. Okay, so, I so have when, it here. 56, so she 96. turned 104 years old in 1970. Yes. About 27% of the world lived in extreme poverty. 27. 27%. I'm write this down. I'm, remember, I use Common Core. Mm -hmm. I have 27 units of something. Yes. That dropped uh, into, by 2006. It had fallen by 80%. So we're down to fallen. about 5%. We're now below that, by the way. The biggest drop, if you want to look at an era, by the way, would be the Reagan era. But I mean, let's, let's not even point that out at all. An 80% decline in the world's worst poverty since you know, many in this audience were children, right? Mm -hmm. like, like that's in our lifetimes. Since 1990, since 1990, we have removed 17,258 child deaths per day out of the world. Just since 1990, remember this is That's Bill right. Clinton Parenthood. is president. Planned Parenthood's no, working. No, I'm no, not we're talking killing about them before that. they can live and starve to I'm death. I'm talking about just making it to five years old 
right? Born and your lifespan less than five years old. We're eliminating thousands of deaths every day around the world because of preventing disease, because of um, uh, starvation, because of all these things. Exploitation. No. Um, And we've now removed poverty out of by, you know, 80 percent in in, uh, that rough time frame that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. And when you ask people in the United States what has happened in their lifetime with poverty, 70 percent of them say it's gotten worse. We have eliminated over 80% of extreme poverty in our lifetimes. And 70% of the American people think it's gotten worse. That is because of people like Nancy Pelosi. What? Yes. That is who tell you all the time that things are getting worse. That is people like George Washington, (laughs) Abraham Lincoln. uh, I might as well throw in ISIS. uh, All of those bad people trying to do an insurrection just this last saturday were you blind man yeah no i i saw the four this people standing out there on, on the hill with the 812 reporters surrounding them this whole thing needs to be changed but not changed because we love it we love it that's who we are we're just going to change it you just have to remember that book that adam smith wrote after he wrote the wealth of nations right which Once is you get that this doesn't really work at all Um, unless you could get a big government to control everything and take money, you know, through extortion or through taxes, which might be the same thing. That book that he wrote, that was a couple of years after the principal book. Yeah, that principal book. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. More in just a second. Last week, uh, Morgan Stanley put out a warning that stocks could fall 15% before the end of the year. Kind of a big drop. I'm not I'm not sure anymore because I, I don't think the stock market is even real anymore. CPI inflation rate was reported above 5% for the fourth month in a row. Ah. 2008, the markets survived three months in a row before 5% uh, uh, before the wait, three months in a row over 5% before the markets crashed. You remember that? Um, we're talking about spending another uh, about $4 trillion, and they say that it's going to make inflation go down. I'm telling you right now, and you will understand after Wednesday night special, this Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to show you how this thing is being, is intentionally being managed in its decline, and your life is going to rapidly and shockingly change. Please please have something of value call Goldline today find out how to fortify your portfolio your 401k whatever you have either physically delivered precious metals or physical metals held in your retirement account self-directed ira or other investment vehicles learn more today call 866 goldline it's 866 goldline or goldline.com 10 seconds station id I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about um, and and try to prepare your mind for Wednesday night's special. Um, we are now being managed, and there are people that believe that the United States is over, and it's a justifiable thing. It should be over. We've been controlling the world, and we're bad. 
it's why if you look at things from the perspective of those who are in office who do have a deep-seated hatred for the white culture, meaning colonialism, meaning the whole history of the West, those people are in charge of running things now. And they don't like this system. They think it's only bad. We think that we've had bad things that we have done. We should recognize those things and not do them again and continue to build a more perfect nation. When you look at Afghanistan, how do you explain that? Well, you could explain it if you were looking at it from somebody who hated the United States and the West saying, yeah, well, that's what Americans do. They don't have any honor. Those guys are just killers anyway. We leave them there and they're just going to kill more people. Let's get them out of there. Well, what about all of the what about all of the allies? I don't care. The Western allies. Why would I care about them? You could also say, okay, we do care about them. This is going to cause them damage, and it's going to damage the relationship with NATO and France and England, which, again, accomplishes their goal of taking America out of its superpower status, making sure she's isolated and broken. That's what's happening, and you don't even, you have noticed it. But you haven't put it all together yet. Have you ever waited as long as you have to wait now for certain things? Well, I mean, stuff that you just used to go to the grocery store and they had plenty of. Have you have you had to wait for things where you go and you're like, wait, how long is the wait for this? How many months do I have to wait? I'll get it someplace else. No, you're not. No, you're not. Better get it now because it's not going to be someplace else. This, this is the beginning. The most, they call this the new normal. That's what they mean. They don't mean just about masks. Masks are a way to get us there. This is the new normal. Have you noticed that we have 11 million jobs and nobody's filling them? And we have plenty of people that could fill them? This is the new normal. I'm going to explain this in a second because BlackRock and City have gotten on to the train, folks, and it's not going to be pretty. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. And then, kids, the big bad wolf came, and he... Blue and he blew and he blew. But because that pig had built their house out of straw using unionized labor, that pig called Mr. Biden. It blew the entire economy down. Not just his house. Nothing was left. That's the story of the one little pig and the big bad wolf. May I suggest you build your home out of bricks. You build your home, you get everything you have, and you make sure it's rock solid. Don't pay too much money when you have an interest interest payment on a loan. Get out of your high interest credit card debt. I want you to call the people that build things with bricks. American Financing, 
800-906-2440. American Financing, 800-906-2440. See how much money you can save and be solid for when the big bad wolf blows your house down. Tomorrow on this program, the very first appearance from former President Donald Trump talking with Glenn. Don't miss it. Tomorrow, hour one, the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, If you missed the news today, I'm not going to go over it again. You can listen to uh, the podcast or you can go to my uh, website uh, and you will see the news. Um, The Nazarene Fund uh, has had a remarkable weekend. Um, The one part I will tell you about is that we have uh, saved 35 of the FIFA girls. I think I was calling him FIFA, and somebody from overseas said, "God, God, man, it is FIFA." Yeah, if you're a, if you're a either a sports fan, particularly internationally, yeah. or you re- like video games, you know yeah. FIFA. Yeah. So, uh, and I was like, "Whatever." They weren't happy. I said, "Whatever." It's not a real sport, anyway. And everything I learned, I learned from uh, Ted Lasso. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, he's starting to make me like soccer. It's not a good thing, still. It would be typical of you to, to jump into the sports arena in soccer. It would. It would, it would be very explainable. Yeah. Don't would, like it. I don't like it. It would concrete many things. Ted I Lasso <laughs> may be a, a FIFA plant. It won all those awards. Did you? Are, yeah, yeah, is yeah. It, is it, I, I watched, I think, the first two oh, episodes of it, and I was like, eh. Oh, it is so good. I, I didn't, it is, I didn't it, You know what it's called? It. You know what it's called? It's called The Happiest Show on Television. Right. Yeah. Because he seems and, to be very positive. And yeah, but it, the way the storyline, uh, although I did watch the first episode of season two, don't ever do that again. Don't ever. Every TV writer, every TV producer should watch that episode and never do that again. Never. It was awful. It was. It was. <laughs> Didn't it just win all the awards for season two? Yeah. No. Then no, it was season three. Sorry. 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 Season three. Okay. The, the first episode of season three dropped on Friday, and it was awful. Oh, okay. So the new. Okay. So sorry. The new one. Uh, so the, the they won all the awards for season two, and, and now, now they, they went all artsy. And it's like, don't do that to that show. Don't. Don't do it. Oh, no. So you think oh. it's collapsing it, under I, its it, own I weight. said to Tanya, five minutes in, she said, what is this? And I said, I believe this is Fonzie jumping the shark. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it was. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to hear from people. I think it was awful. Because the big. And it's a, what is, what's so great about it is you feel good. I mean, there's lots of swearing in it and stuff. Unless you have Vid Angel. Vid Angel. Right. Um, but. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's an um, it's an amazing feel good. It doesn't feel good in the first couple of episodes. You're like, OK, wow, this is weird. Um, but once you get going, it, 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 it like I always say, courage is contagious. So is happiness. And he just infects everybody. And it's really cool. It's really cool. It is. I like it. It doesn't explain, of course, why you're trending on Twitter. <laughs> it's well, just your own. <laughs> Why I'm trending on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, oh, because that's what that's how we got to the Ted Lasso story. Okay, sorry. You were talking about uh, some of the efforts in Afghanistan with with Pakistan and other yes, countries, right. and uh, it, it definitely I will say the news surprised some people. You know, didn't necessarily see the whole. Uh, 
prime minister of Pakistan helping evacuate refugees from Afghanistan I with Glenn Beck. It was surreal. <laughs> it's weird. Very weird. I'm like, I'm not the guy who should be doing this. I don't know about any of this stuff. I mean, this is a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, yeah, I have no idea. I'm just, we were just committed to, I'll work with anybody that will help us get these people out. And he turned out to be unbelievable. He really did. The prime minister, uh, prime minister Khan of, of um, Pakistan um, turned out to be unbelievably helpful. He is a, a man of his word and went beyond. And I really think that um, our, our Congress or congressional leaders and whatever, they should recognize just for the humanitarian. I'm not saying you have to agree with anything else, but this guy did an amazing thing that even the United States couldn't or wouldn't do. Yeah, a lot of people noticing that it seems as if, you know, Glenn Beck, and, and they, they summarize it, and I know you're very uncomfortable with this summary of saying Glenn Beck is rescuing people, uh, because, you know, you have a different role in this. You're not on the ground. You're, you know, there's a lot of great organizations we're working with, and all the, all the disclaimers you always give. But there is a surprise, I think, for a lot of people that, it does seem like Glenn Beck and associated entities are doing a heck of a lot more for evacuating American citizens along with oh, persecuted, persecuted saying minorities. That. Oh, I'm not unwilling to say that. Our, our organization, the Nazarene Fund, and its affiliated organizations, which are a lot of people that are not, you know, we're just working together. Mm -hmm. We have saved many more, many more uh, than anyone ever thought. And uh, I'd say that uh, many, many thousands more than the United States could do in our position. Yeah, I'm saying that you don't you feel uncomfortable when they summarize it as just Glenn oh, yeah, Beck yeah. is doing more, which is a lot Whatever. of times what people do because you're sort of the face of, of yeah. uh, uh, you know, of the effort in some ways. And not a pretty one. No, we should have we should have hired like Megan Fox or something to yeah. do it. But no, they picked yeah. you, which is you know bad idea on that one but i do think that there is a, a a bit of a surprise here and again it works against every narrative yeah that they have about you and conservatives and christians and because i hate muslims so much right you hate wait, wait. muslims you you hate uh foreigners foreigners poor people right. uh, people that don't look women, like you women, women soccer uh, soccer well that one right. i hope is i hope <laughs> remains true that one i am rooting for so uh, anyway just check this out at uh, glenbeck.com and please please continue if you haven't already given to the nazarene fund please do you will understand in the coming days uh how much of a role you have played and uh, things are still going on. So please um, donate now. Nazarenefund.org. Can I ask a question on behalf of the uh, audience? Yes. You keep alluding to these stories about what's happened behind the scenes, things that will blow your mind. Do we get to hear these stories eventually? I understand we can't hear them today because there are efforts going on. Lots of very fragile pieces are being moved around i have been i i have asked that question <laughs> i've asked that question mm -hmm. so uh we are going to tell that story and uh the people that are involved that have all of the ev evidence have laughed and went <laughs> i've been saving all of the documentation and i'm like okay that's good because i'm a history guy and we can put it into a vault but are we going to show it to people the answer has been yes. Mm. 
So I thought we were going to get into something really juicy today. And uh, no, gosh darn it. And I haven't found out why yet. But um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I can't wait for that show. I mean, we have this is some big shows coming up. That's coming eventually. We know we have President Donald Trump on tomorrow's program. Yeah. For the first time ever. Ever. Now, now, it's odd because people don't realize this, but you go, you know, you've had, you've talked to Donald Trump off the air going back years and years and years and years and years. Years and years. Before he was, when he was just Donald Trump. Yeah. Before he was running for president yeah. or anything. I mean, I, I mean, he's kind of, you know, before he, you know, his, his actual run for president long before yeah. that. Uh, but you've never talked to him on the air. We've had Donald Trump Jr. on several times. Never. But we've never had Donald never Trump. Never had him on just for The Apprentice. Never. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember think so. We, we, you know, that was a big topic of we discussion. We talked about we him talked all about the time. It. Yeah. And I knew him in that run back in the mm-hmm. mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and never has he been on the air with us. And so tomorrow, first time. First time. I, very I'd be surprised to- if he's on for more than two minutes because I think he's just putting the toe in the water like, I don't know. I'm probably the only person that, you know, how, how people, Donald Trump will make him nervous because they'll be like, he'll tweet something. He'll say, I think maybe Donald Trump is kind of like, <laughs> I don't, God knows what he'll say. I have no idea. He's a crazy man. And he's uh, accurate on that. Assumption. Yeah, he, he is. Um, but uh, I, I just want to talk to him tomorrow about if we have time. First, Afghanistan. Uh, or maybe first the border, border is a then Afghanistan, uh, and then the economy, if we have time. But what's happening on the border? My gosh. I mean, how do you eat? How do you even explain this? By the way, we didn't get to anything we were going to talk about here, uh, so we'll have to save that for tomorrow. But yeah, um, we're uh, going to go into the economy a little bit. The economy, and it's really, it's very, very important that you understand that this is, this is, not a coincidence and it is not a uh uh a a fleeting thing this is a design to change your life entirely and we'll get into that uh on tomorrow and then wednesday we have that special on that you don't want to miss on the economy um but uh if you if you look at things was i talking about afghanistan or Mm -hmm. i mean the border Mm -hmm. if you look at the border please explain this to to me where any of it makes sense i mean you know even bill o'reilly will say well you know he's just incompetent now that doesn't explain it it doesn't because you would have someone around you going mr president um this is on fire now okay we should probably change our position and if he's like, no, I want to keep it open. And you've got a humanitarian. This is a humanitarian crisis now on the border. No, we have sands or butts. We've been saying that for a long time. But now, you know, they just landed giant military planes to load people up and send them away. Uh, that's what you do in a humanitarian crisis. This is a humanitarian crisis. So where are the people saying to Joe Biden around Joe Biden? I think he's seen now, Mr. President, bad things going on now. We got to change our policies. They're not. So don't tell me that he's a man who has to answer questions and avoid answering questions because he's afraid of his handlers. Uh, and yet he's just crazy enough and senile enough to where he doesn't know. Well, somebody in the White House does. So who's actually running this and allowing this to happen? 
Yeah, I think there's elements of of senility uh, that are sure. that are part of the equation here. But like one of the things that came out this weekend, I, I think it's in the the new Bob Woodward book, mm-hmm. another nugget out of that book um, with Robert Costa, which says basically that all the things that we were saying throughout the campaign were true in that he was they did actually build a wall around President Biden so that he could not get unexpected questions so that he could not have long interviews so that he would not speak off the cuff all they built a wall around him so that that would not happen now of course evidence told us that it was going on but we never had you know proof of it from behind Mm -hmm. the scenes and what it was interesting though the way they framed it it wasn't necessarily all about him being senile the other part of it that they thought they found to be a huge risk from him was his anger he 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 c- oh, yeah. snaps at the drop of a hat for no reason half the time. It's kind of temperament you want in the Oval Office. Exactly, a senile person who snaps all the time. Now, if you've ever had someone who's actually senile around you, and I I hope you haven't because it's it's a it's a terrible thing when you talk about we go into these real illnesses like Alzheimer's and and such. But many times that is one of the ways it manifests itself. Um, real anger. anger and outburst and cruelty. And what they saw a lot of times was the president sna- or the soon-to-be president snapping and um, overstepping the things he should say. Yes, he, he they the gaffes were part of it too, but also that temperament was the exact opposite of what they were selling. Right, the right. product they were selling was this return nice to normalcy, this nice guy, this pragmatic guy, and that's why I think I, I struggle with you know the 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 summary that Bill has brought up O'Reilly several times on the show, which is that just this guy has no idea what's going on, and that's why he's making these mistakes. He's in some ways much more locked in and unmovable yes. on things he should be movable on. Yes, I mean the Afghanistan thing is the perfect illustration of so that. is the border now the border like why so, is, so are the booster shots that also were flushed down the toilet by the fba uh, fda yeah i mean it's it's uh, remarkable strange. more in just a second let me tell you about car shield amazing news just a few short years all the cars are going to be electric so you won't have to worry about getting your combustion engine fixed by a mechanic ever again uh-huh now that might actually uh really be a disaster um and finish the job of you know turning us into a third world country but it is coming our way. Mm, so no good news about that one. But good news, if your car does break down right now, you'll have the confidence that comes with knowing that you're not going to be left hmm, abandoned by anybody, including the president. Um, you're not going to be left hanging high and dry when you have everything taken care of by Car Shield. For cover repairs, Car Shield is the best. Nobody better. They take care of the repair of your choice. A mechanic gets you roadside assistance and a rental car, and it's a breeze. It'll save you thousands of dollars. Car Shield, it's a win-win. They help put me back on track. My, my farm trucks, man, I want to drive them until I don't need a new truck. I just need one that goes from here to there and hauls a bunch of stuff. If you're like that and you want to keep your car in shape and you want to keep driving it because it's paid for, CarShield. CarShield.com. Save 10% now. Keep your car on the road. Keep it in good condition. CarShield.com. Save 10% if you use CarShield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. President Trump. Glenn Beck. It's the interview America has been waiting for. The Afghanistan disaster, the crisis at the border, our failing economy. America is in decline. Glenn gets the former president on the record in a can't-miss exclusive. Tomorrow on the Glenn Beck Program. 888-727-BEC.
C-K. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, you know what Forbes, uh, Ford's Theater is uh, in Washington, D.C., Stu? You know? I'm familiar with it, yes. Ford's Theater. What, what happened historical, there? Yeah, historical. A, there was a, uh, other than that, there was a play. I know okay, that. no, no, um, no. There was not a, what I'm looking for. Uh, it, it's known for its poor security. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, of course, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Had, had a little incident. So had there. an incident there. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ford's Theater put out a tweet this weekend. Do you ever feel we as a nation put Abraham Lincoln on a pedestal? <laughs> what do you think might be more useful? More security. It would be more more, more useful. That yeah, one I would say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What I thought of when they asked that question was, here's something probably more meaningful, complex, useful, uh, realistic. You should not be in charge of all the Abraham Lincoln artifacts, okay? <laughs> because I don't think you, uh, I don't think you appreciate the history of Abraham Lincoln. Mm, maybe seeing that it is your job to literally put him on the pedestal, put him in the box, you know, not the box you ended up putting him in, but I mean the box up above the theater there. Maybe you know, maybe maybe you should actually just tell the story of what happened. How's that one? Jeez. This is the Glenn Beck Program.